0: In general, motorsports off road gets a bad name because of the handful of bad eggs that we have. Yeah, of course. And if if we change that perspective, mm-hmm. it makes it better for for everybody. Because even the people, like the people who aren't involved in the sport, are at least going to be supporting it yeah. because they recognize what's happening. Yep, and like. The more you do it, the better it
1: is. Welcome back to the Dirt Drive Podcast. As always, I am Trevor. Today we have a great interview.
0: You haven't been listening. We are... <laughs> Spinning the wheel? Spinning in the wheel. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> da, da, da. Today
1: we've got a great interview. It's Tom because Tom's decided to get into politics. And you <laughs> can go and vote for him for the hairiest of the thick boys off road. Wow. This the guy with the massive beard. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a fight between you and Tim. Let's be honest.
0: Come on. In. I don't know. I feel like you're you're. You're definitely in the voting. Like, don't act like you're, you're the the naked oh, no. mole rat. Oh no, I'm I'm
1: Harry. Yeah, but yeah. Mm, I don't have the
0: Italian in me. Yeah, you don't
1: have the Italian. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. No, it was uh, it was an interesting day in the the state capital of all West Virginia mm-hmm. um, for being for living. Like I don't know. Ten miles from the West Virginia border. Yeah, the five-hour drive to the state capitol <laughs> was um, rough. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but no, it was it was a good time. It was uh, the the state senate, state congress, whatever whatever they're considered, uh, <laughs> state level government of West Virginia. Probably both. Let's be honest. Was uh, was hosting a motorsport appreciation day, essentially just bringing awareness to the to the other people within the government mm. that their state has the enthusiasts and the travel and, and it is a great form of tourism for them yeah um, obviously a lot of this is put on by backroads of Appalachia which yep. we've uh, you guys have been introduced to are you hungry a little bit yeah okay <laughs> um, through uh, through the podcast and the 24 hours run for the hills event we just wrapped up um you know jed jed with backroads is the west virginia director and and he helped put all this on um senator mark maynard is the Mm -hmm. kind of the the main the main senator involved um he's a he's a a jeep guy um if you follow ultimate adventure you would have seen him on ultimate adventure this past year um big car guy you know told us some cool stories but he basically between him and jed they organized the whole thing he hosted it and they had all kinds of race cars just parked outside the state capitol and then saw a few on facebook yeah and then outside or uh, inside a couple different vendors yeah, yeah companies that you know support the motorsport industry everything else mostly based out of virginia um a few people from from out of state yep uh, myself abe wine another friend of the program mm-hmm. um we made the trip out. Um, Eric Miller, who will be hopefully soon, yeah, will be an episode here soon. Stop dodging us, Eric of uh, Miller Motorsports. Stop really... getting sick. <laughs> no, no, it's from talking to me. He, he, he told me he's very excited. He's very excited <laughs> to be on the podcast. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it was cool, and it's and it is an important thing to to be involved with. You know, for us, like, yeah, you know, it's it's fun because we've got. We've got that influence, which is still kind of weird to think about, it's, but yeah, you know, We're we are at the end of the day, we're the consumer for that. Yeah, you know, we're we're car guys. We want the trails open. We want mm-hmm. the the twenty four hour events that Backroads is doing. Yep, you know, there's there's talk of of maybe an Ultra Four race. Maybe that would be awesome. I maybe mean, fantastic. I mean, it, the logistics and the there's a lot that goes into that. Th- there is, there is. I mean the. The, the, my biggest takeaway was the amount of people willing to put the effort into using West Virginia mm-hmm. as the location. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we know, we know of some parks. Um, this whole, that the whole Appalachia area is really the focus of the organization. Yeah. Obviously, this was mostly West Virginia, but Backroads does Kentucky, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Ohio. Um, yeah, they were Virginia. just out in
1: Kentucky actually meeting at yeah, the yeah, lobbying yeah. force um, and stuff.
0: Also, so the other the other main player in uh back roads is a guy named uh, oh Eric. Oh no, this is bad. I'm blanking on his name. Oh. Eric, Eric, Eric. Damn it. Uh, I gotta look it up now. Uh, but he he's based out of Kentucky. He's like the yeah, Kentucky yeah. guy. So him and Jed, um, I got I'm this gonna bother me for the rest of the uh He wasn't the one on. that was at Twenty-four hours was he? No, that was that was Jed and Sean. That's, that's Sean right. runs the the Gambler Five Hundred yep, yep. of West Virginia. He mm-hmm. was there. Um, he may or may not have talked me into getting a Gambler car at some point. Talked you into? We've talked I about know, doing a Gambler that's, car that's, forever. That's what he said. He's like, "You guys got to get a Gambler car." I'm like, I'm like Sean, Sean. And you, we need you. a Gambler car, a Lemon's car, an I was Ultra like, Four I, car. I, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to be convinced. I'm just waiting for the perfect five hundred dollar car to come up. <laughs> It's both um, a need and a want. I'm like we've been, I, I've been preaching the shitbox life for a long time. <laughs> oh, this is bad. I, I'm really blanking on Eric's name, last name. Anyway, I kind of feel bad too because Jed emailed me the other day, and I'm pretty sure he was cc'd on it. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I think he is technically Eric's boss or Jed's boss. Um, you heard it here first, Eric. Jed's your boss. I don't. Maybe he is. I don't know. <laughs> Just get those vibes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're equal. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, all right, I'm going to give up on the last name. His name's Eric, though. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, it was I mean, it was really, really cool to, like, kind of just be in that room, you know, hanging out with yeah. Abe for most of the day, spending some time with Eric, and, you know, just everybody in there has the same goal. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think the, the, the takeaway for me is – this stuff's not going anywhere. Right? Like Thankfully, yeah.
1: Well yeah, like it's there was there was that fear a little bit last year as we saw some things happen. Yeah. We're like, oh yeah. God, is this like the decline of the golden era kind of thing? Yeah,
0: and and I think despite what's going on in the industry from a manufacturer's standpoint, mm-hmm. um, I I don't necessarily See that being as much of a deterrent to the like the true enthusiast. Yeah, uh, I think one of the the the, the rep from uh, PRI, the Performance Racing Industry, mm-hmm. which is uh, subsidiary s- subsidiary subsidiary subsidiary. Thank you of uh, <laughs> SEMA. Uh, he, was, I think he's he said it was sixty billion dollars, and that's like the motorsport side of it with a B. Yeah, with a B uh um, wow and it's i mean it, it makes sense right like it does it's just, like, like we're we're a small chunk of that sixty bill, but
1: it's just weird to hear like you understand it's a billion dollar industry, right, but you kind of think like, oh, we've just like crested over that like exactly.
0: one to two billion yeah you're sixty yeah. You're like, no it's sixty crap. billion dollars, and again like it's I mean we all know how expensive the hobby is, mm-hmm. right like and it's if if you can take. Not just, expensive at all. Just a chunk does. of that money and put it back into the communities that you, we go to, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously there were drag racers, there was drag boats, there was rally racers. Like, there was, there was a little bit of everything there. Anything on wheels. You know, and it's, I don't know, maybe I'm a little biased, but like, <laughs> I feel like the overlanding part of it, Can really contribute to like the goal of backroads because oh yeah the goal is to get people to go into these communities that have Mm -hmm. nothing going on yeah you know this it may be a small general store on the counter or on the corner that sees the same five people every day Mm -hmm. because the town's population is three hundred and fifty yep but then all of a sudden you get a train of fifteen supercars driving Mm -hmm. these literally the back roads cuz they're fun roads to drive. Yep. There's no traffic on them. They're just out having a good time. They got to stop and eat. Yep. Um, and well, you, know.
1: you see and then all of a sudden you think about them seeing that once a month and you've got a train of 50 right. 60 people coming through once it's a, a month. a month. Exactly. That's a huge um, huge change in So the, there's
0: all kinds of cool events getting planned. Um, actually one that I'm I got to look and see where in West Virginia it is cuz it's like I I always forget how big this state is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think so little of it is actually populated.
1: Yeah, like you just, yeah. you kind of just associate it as a giant
0: well, forest. and I think, I think a big chunk of that population does live on the border where we are. Oh yeah, so it's like, oh yeah, like oh I can shoot out to Martinsburg, mm-hmm. right? Like it's a Martinsburg is a forty five minute drive from my yeah. house, and that's it. And then you got Berkeley Springs, and you got yep. that whole north, like it was that northeast corner of the yep. state is is right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when you start heading south, it's it's another five hours before, yeah. like, the next major city. Which is funny
1: because Virginia is kind of the same way. You yeah, into when you get far the south. Of, yeah. yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like, people forget that. We're yeah. so used to northern Virginia yep. that that's all people think about. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you get down near North Carolina border, and you're like, yeah, if you drive west for six hours, you're still in, in Virginia. Virginia. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but the the one event that I think I, I want try and go to, they're calling it Hill Fest. Okay. Um, so it's like a – it's going to be like a uh, – Goodwood style hill climb, so it's like not like a race race with like yeah, true yeah, race yeah. cars, but there's going to be race car like it's everything, anything mm. and everything, basically driving up the road expedition, just of okay. typical typical car festival type deal. Yeah, yeah, um, sounds like a really really cool event. Um, and like, it's, I mean, that's just right up my alley. It's uh, the other the other one that I I've known about for years, and I really I don't know why I would never go, but Hyperfest is at Summit Point Raceway, which oh, again yeah. Summit Point is thirty minutes from my house. Yeah, like it is right, right there. I, there's no reason for me to not be at Summit Point all the time. Yeah, other than the fact that I just don't have a car. Yeah, because um, I'm not yeah. taking a Honda. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I mean, have you a car. Could. I don't have a car right now. You you just you show you got the VTEC sticker on there. It's still waiting. <laughs> um, but you no, know, the uh, Hyperfest is. Just a big oh yeah party. It's the weekend we're leaving for Moab.
1: Ah
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, hi, Profess. Can you guys like change uh, your schedule
1: for us? That'd be great.
0: But I, I just it. It was really encouraging to see like one the welcoming of people from out of state to this event. Like hey, hey yeah. like I, I think the there was a couple people from North Carolina, Ohio made the trip. The uh, the powerboat guys were from Ohio. Okay, they had some wild boats. Um, it was a guy from Vermont. Wow, uh, that's a trek. Well, rally. Oh yeah. Um, there was another rally group from Ohio, and then uh, there was a drift group. That makes it, sense. Officially, it's Drift Appalachia, but the, I guess they're they're based out of like Indiana. I think he said somewhere in the Midwest. Interesting. Uh, okay. But when you look at like what West Virginia's got to offer, it's yeah it's plentiful well yeah
1: you compare it to some of those other states that are incredibly small
0: comparatively well you know and and like like i'm not saying this stuff doesn't exist everywhere but the uh the one interesting fact i learned senator mark maynard put he's like it is in our state law that we are allowed to shut down public roads for racing damn Right, so like in the in this roundtable meeting, you have Senator Mark Maynard, you have the the director of the Department of Highway, okay, the assistant to the secretary of uh, of the DOT, okay, for the for Virginia and the director of State Parks for Virginia or West Virginia. Nice, right? So you have all the people in the same room yeah. that have the power to go. Yeah, we're yeah go do ahead this. and do this. Yeah, we're all there listening to every form of motorsport. Going, if you let us, we want to do this. Yeah, um, you know the the tour the the heads of the tourism department were there mm-hmm. going, this is awesome. Like, like the 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 power the power boat b- boat drag racing mm-hmm. guys like literally right outside the capital was a canal. Oh, and they were just zipping, and they were, like, they were like, they're like, listen, like you want? He's like, I will put fifteen hundred people in this city. We'll have 250 boats. We will bring all the equipment necessary. You just need to give me permission to go on that water. We don't have to build anything. We don't have to do anything. He goes, maybe, maybe some help with like a boat ramp to get the boats in and out easier. Yeah. And that's it. He's like, I want at least 1,500 people in the city watching that race. And I'm like, see, now, like, that's that's cool. And like having that's a good hand to play. Having driven down the road parallel to that canal, I'm going, I might come down for that. And just hang out in Charleston. like I mean it's because yeah. it's the state capitol, it's the whole like Capitol lawn, mm-hmm. the governor's mansion, yeah, and then yeah. like on the other side of the castle all these houses going up a mountain like it would be a spectacular spot to just watch boats do a hundred two hundred mile an hour yeah, of course and a quarter mile on water <laughs> yeah like it's stupid <laughs> um, but yeah, and then obviously like like we know and I'm sure most of our listeners that are local ish know yeah. like Plentiful trails. Uh-huh. We just did six hundred miles of them two weeks ago. Yep.
1: I just okay. had someone ask me actually yesterday and they were just like, you know, we can't we can't let we wouldn't be able to let you do anything on the property kind of thing because, you know, insurance, liability, stuff, sure. which makes sense. And they're like, So where like where would you go? Like, where do you do this stuff? And I'm just like, uh, there's thousands of anyway. miles of yeah. trails in the national yeah. like we just did a whole six hundred mile loop that 580 miles of yep. it was off-road. Yep. And he's like, where? It's like, Canane Loop comes to mind. He yeah. goes, I have never thought of that. Yeah. There you go. Like, there's people that know the area and yeah. still don't even think right. of what's out there. So it's pretty well, and I think,
0: and, and I think, like, our area, and, like, I'm hoping, you know, our friends and customers and followers that are listening to this that are local in Northern Virginia, like, there's so much more... Within that same two, three-hour drive oh, that you're yeah. taking a flagpole. Mm-hmm. Like, Seneca Rocks is a two-hour drive from Northern Virginia. Yeah. That is the center of the Canaan Valley area, the oh, yeah. Canaan Loop Road, which... Like, Canaan Loop, if you're not... If, if like, there's trails off of the loop, you know... Oh, yeah. That was a good... I would say challenging beginner trail, sure. like technical, technical enough, but like something you don't need a ton of recovery experience with. Like, yeah, yeah, like you could just go out and enjoy that trip. Tons of camping, and that's just literally one chunk, yeah. of the area. Like,
1: and that's close too. Right. Like, it's it's
0: not far, right? And it's it's right near um, Davis, West Virginia, mm-hmm. where where we spent. A little bit of time before we had to get back into the race, but burritos. yeah, you guys had the burritos yes, at Hellbenders. Did. Oh, so good. I mean, if you listened to the earlier podcast, you heard <laughs> us talk about Hellbenders. Freddie was so mad. <laughs> uh, I was mad. You know, I, I, I'm trying to figure out when, like, like Tim Tim's planning. I think that the Canyon Loop trip, yeah, at, with uh with people. But I'm like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to go. Yeah, and I'm just like, I just want to go to Davis for the the burrito. Well, you heard what Freddie said. He was like, I'll just drive two hours out to yeah. Davis just to get a – like, yeah. I'll come for lunch. I don't I was, I, When I was driving home from Charleston yesterday, I was looking at the map going – Can I get to Davis? Can <laughs> I get to Davis and still get home in time for dinner? You wouldn't
1: have <laughs> needed dinner.
0: Well, that was, that was <laughs> really the problem. Was I would have hit Davis at, like, 530, and yeah. I'm like, if I eat, like, a three-pound burrito, I'm, like – and I already told Carrie I would pick up the Thai food on the way home, so it's like I can't, I can't get the burrito and eat Thai food at eight o'clock. Like that's just not. That's just get it bad. and put it in the fridge. It's fine. What the Thai food? I don't know, I'm not like I'm. Yeah, I the want Thai the, food. But I want the burrito fresh. Like it's, <laughs> I, it's. I got to get the whole experience. So I don't know. We'll get out there eventually. But that's, and you know this isn't as much as this is focused around West Virginia because that's the group we're involved in yeah. right now. This applies everywhere. Yeah right like when you go out on these trails on these roads whatever it is invest, invest in that local infrastructure mm-hmm. in, invest in that economy the i think the number the the number eric from backroads put out is like if you spend money in a small community that money multiplies by 7 times within that community Damn. before it eventually Leaves, leaves. Yeah. and reaches a major city. Yeah, so like if you like that twenty dollar lunch, mm-hmm. you know that that sandwich bag of chips and soda that you yep. buy from that local general store, it's paying three different vendors. Right, yeah. like <laughs> the 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 chips come from a local business. Yep. The meat that they made the sandwich with comes from a local business. Yep. The general store is a local business. So you're supporting mm-hmm. three, four, five different businesses oh, yeah. just in the one. Purchase. Transaction, yeah. You know, every time you stop to get fuel and you get a snack, mm-hmm. like you know the the hotels. Like I, I know Tim's back at Yokums this weekend. That's yep. why it's only the two of us. Like yep. we're like we enjoyed it so much. he scheduled another weekend, right? So yep. now like you're just you're pumping money into it, mm-hmm. and when we pump money into the locals, the locals mm-hmm. go. We want these trails because it brings people here. They spend money here. Yep. Like like that is the importance of what we're doing. It's yep. not. I think in general, motorsports off road gets a bad name because of the handful of bad eggs that we have. Yeah, of course. And if if we change that perspective, mm-hmm. it makes it better for for everybody. Because even the people like the people who aren't involved in the sport are at least gonna be supporting it yeah. because they recognize what's happening. Yep. And, like, the more you do it, the better it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's I, – I would, without being too biased about it, go to West Virginia. Like, there's so much there. Yeah. And it's such a – It just doesn't get talked about. Well, it, it doesn't get talked about. It doesn't I, – I don't know why people are afraid to go out there. It's not like – everything you get out of Flagpole and the GW Forest, you get twice that in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. The every view is better the ter- i think the terrain is better it's less crowded yeah it was like we were we were literally running this, the same route as 75 other vehicles never saw anybody else that were all still open to the public mhm and the only traffic jam we, we we came across was a guy with a broken ball joint yep and the traffic jam was no more than 7 minutes yep and they were—he was back on the road before we finished eating lunch. Yep, like it was, yeah, just yeah. Like I, I almost, I almost don't want to go to Flagpole anymore. Like it's like <laughs> any time we go out, like if we're just gonna do a quick overnighter, like let's just go to Canyon. Yeah, let's, let's go to Davis. Let's, yeah, let's it's, get it's, the same, it's the
1: same two-hour drive. Like it's right. not,
0: right? It's not anything different. And fr- frankly, the. Two-hour drive down eighty-one is terrible. Yeah. Oh my but god. The two-hour drive on what was that? Five twenty-two. I think we I took think out so. the to yeah, Seneca yeah. Rocks. It's beautiful. Yeah. It was absolutely stunning. Yeah. Other than the two-car
1: accident that clogged up the entire road. Yeah. But. Well, we had a fun <laughs> little detour with that. <laughs> we, <so>. we did. <laughs> um,
0: but even even like like taking the highway out like like the the highway route out that way goes through Cumberland, which is a beautiful drive. You're past the Green Ridge mm-hmm. State Forest. You're not far from Wolfton State Run Park. Like, there's so much that's in that northern West Virginia, southern Western Maryland. Yeah. I guess I guess it's western Maryland, it's not southern Maryland. Yeah. Someone probably yelled at me for that probably. in the comments. Actually, that was one of my favorite comments uh, when Eric was introducing himself. He's like, yeah, from Cumberland, Maryland. He's like, pretty sure the state forgets we're there. We're basically West Virginia. And I was like, you know, that's a really I would I would agree with that. I would that's a really fair point. Yeah. Like cuz even when you drive through it, oh, like yeah. you're going from West Virginia to Maryland back to West Virginia and you're like, "Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, there's that little mm-hmm. little, that little just, nugget in Maryland." It's yeah, right there. There's a little triangle. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean it's it's such a neat area. Like the the interstate, the views on the interstate are phenomenal. Oh yeah. Like it's it's like why why would you take 81 any, for any reason?
1: Well and I think it's it's that benefit of because not a ton of people travel through there, sure. They haven't had to do the whole like sixty six nonsense yeah. where it just keeps getting built up, yep. built up, built up. I mean it's good to hear that there's states backing this kind of stuff because it gets the I think people that's the cool part of it, yeah. Out that are the real enthusiasts, not the Not the assholes who give the group a bad rap and things like that. You get the people who understand, we want to do this, not just for fun, but to actually help maintain these areas. Because when you bring money in, the states are more willing to put their own dollars towards it to keep it going instead of selling it off to some private investor who's going to
0: build hotels. I, I learned about it. So I always knew. The Gambler 500 events, like, they center those events around trail cleanups. Yeah. Um, so they actually, when they plan that route or that event, they, they will go and scout and go, oh, here's an area that's, like, no, a known dumping ground. Yeah. So we're putting this as a waypoint, yep. and, like, part of that event is who can pick up the most trash. Yep. Like, they weigh how much trash they pick yeah. up. What I didn't realize is they have an app. Oh, and uh, Tim, you one hundred percent need to link this when you post this. It's called the Sons of Smoky. Okay, um, it is an live updated, peer supported app. Where when you're if you're out wheeling mm-hmm. and you see a big pile of trash and like maybe it's just you and the family and you you can't take it all or yeah, like yeah. it's it's tires or mattresses yep. or furniture or you fridge, post it you you tag that location on Sons of Smokey on the app and it goes out to a- anybody who's got the app now sees that as an area that needs to be cleaned up. That's awesome. And that's what the gambler uses to plan those routes. It's that's, a free app that is awesome it's called Sons of Smokey. Um, yeah, it's like if, if you go off road, you need that app because you, if, if if you're like if you're out and you're like, hey, I don't want to run the same route to flagpole and you're looking for a new route. Yeah, throw some trash bags in the back of the jeep, mm-hmm. look at sons of smoke and go, hey, that area needs to be cleaned up. Best case scenario, it's already been cleaned up when you get there, and you, and you just, you keep, just keep going. Yeah, like it, it's like that. That's the stuff that's important. That's the stuff that needs mm-hmm. to be done, and like having. At least in the off-road space, having the state government encouraging it, yeah, like on top of I think helping keep some of the the bad eggs away. I think you're converting people who are maybe casual or mm-hmm. or put, like potentially turned into the bad yeah. eggs. You're keeping them on the the straight and narrow. You're yep. you're practicing tread lightly. You're promoting that, and they're and they're seeing it. They're hearing it. Going. Oh, this is important. I need to focus on this. I need to do this. You know, I want to do this. Like, this is fun. Let's help be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Yeah,
1: I've always found it interesting in this industry where, like, big brother, like, corporate government, usually when they're sitting there going, clean up after yourselves, people just kind of go, meh. But when it's your peers that are looking at you going, don't be an asshole and holding you accountable... There's 100%. it's such a different level of response from people because they just yeah. go, Oh, like someone actually looked at me and told yeah. me not to do that. Like Yeah, yeah it's not just yeah. some shadow in a tower going, Oh, right. I
0: can see you. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and and it's you know, the all the all the agencies, all the people involved appreciate it. They appreciate seeing mm-hmm. us enjoy it, us come out and support it, and, and all of the benefits benefit them. Yeah. right like like it their 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 goal is to make everything better for the yeah. for their their constituents their residents their their community and th- like they they see that people want to be part of that mm-hmm. and that that's a huge motivator for them and a, and a motivation for those communities right like mm-hmm. like that that general store if they're busy for five six months out of the year, oh yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna bring stuff in. They're they're gonna mm-hmm. give you a better service because you're you're supporting it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, it's an expensive enough hobby, and like you know, spending money is always hard. Yep, but you know, what, like if, if you're gonna spend ten dollars on groceries to make your lunch before you leave, take that same ten dollars and spend it on groceries at a general store. Mm-hmm. Like like you know you you that stuff does make a difference.
1: Well, yeah, it's and the whole mentality of, you know, people only want to buy stuff made in America. It's, sure. You, you trickle that down but, even a little more and yeah. go, buy local. Yeah. Like, yeah. support your local stores. Instead of when you get into town on these trips, going right. to Giant, go right. to the general store. Yep. Go to the convenience store that's in town. Like, yep. ask someone, because, I mean, I don't know what you guys ran into, but as when we were walking around Davis, everyone would talk to you. Like, you yeah. just, like, Hey, how's it yeah. going? Like, what, oh, where, what yep. are you here for? Like,
0: you guys local, you guys from out of town? Like, yeah. And I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, some of the best meals I've had come from those hole in the wall places. Oh, I, I, that's a general foodie and, rule. I'll go, like, I'll <laughs> even go, I'll even go as, as local as the Gore store outside the Cove. I remember one of the first times, like, <laughs> I don't even remember because they it carry was. everything. I don't think people realize that, that the Gore store well, carries a lot but, of stuff. They make some killer, killer yeah. subs. Yeah. I, the, I remember... I, I can't remember who it was, but somebody rolled into camp one day with, like, a 24-inch long Italian sub. Oh, who was that? And I was like, where did you get that? And they were like, the gore store? And I was like, I'm sorry, the what? And they were like... Was that Greg? It might have been Greg. That sounds like, yeah, it might have been Greg. Like Greg and Nick rolling in with yeah. a massive sub. And like I remember, like, getting a bite of that. I was like, oh, my... This is, like... This is like Legit. old school Italian deli. Yeah. So like, this is bringing me back to like Central New Jersey, mm-hmm. and it's the Gore store where you're not supposed to get gas because sometimes there may it's be water. water in. it. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's not gas. Yeah, <laughs> but their subs on
1: point. Well, it's like the the first time we went to the Cove, I went with Woody, and he forgot all the food. Yeah, he left it sitting on his kitchen counter, nice. and he was like, "We'll go to the Gore store. We'll see what they have." Kind of thing. We went in there. Yeah, we had a pot for pasta. They had pasta. Onions, tomato sauce—like they yeah. literally had everything that your grocery store. Had, and we're like, guess we didn't need to
0: bring yeah. food. And it's so easy to like be like, oh, like because Walmart's literally ten minutes away. It, yeah. Like, it, but like you 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 can spend the same money at Walmart or yeah. you can spend at the gore store. Yeah. Uh, there's a place my buddy from college has his family has like a hunting cabin in northern Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and same deal. There's a like because we got we. We used to go up there probably two, three times a year and drive it up. You'd make a right onto the road that would take you to the cabin. And I had always just turned right. Yeah. Let's just kind of always assume we were in the middle of nowhere. One year I missed the turn. Drive literally another three minutes. Here's a local general store. It was closed when I turned around. Yeah, yeah. But I made turn around, you know, end up going back down the road, get to the cabin. And I'm like, Eric, did you know there's a like a store right up the road? He goes, yeah. You should have their breakfast sandwiches. I was like, "We've been coming here for like five years now. You never said You've anything. You've never even mentioned it, goes, asshole." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "So we're going out there to get sandwiches in the morning?" He's like, "Okay, like one of the best bacon, egg, and cheeses on a biscuit I've ever had." I will say it's the one thing that irks
1: me about locals sometimes, and I know we do it too. They forget. Is you just you, you don't just think forget about yeah. it? Yeah,
0: because he's been going out there since he's a kid. Yeah, so so he's, he's just like, "Yeah, general yeah, store, whatever." Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's nothing, it's it's not that it's nothing special, but it's, it's, it's so normal yeah. Yeah.
0: that it, it just. Whew. Yeah. And like, I, I mean, we've traveled enough at this point. Like my goal when I go somewhere is even, it, it may not always be a local place. Like when yep. we were in Vegas, like my rule when I travel to a new city is I don't eat anywhere that I can eat at home. Yep. So like, you know, that, that helps avoid the chain restaurants yeah. or the whatever it is. I mean. I've, there's always exceptions to it, but like that's that's always one of my personal yep. goals is is to try and yeah. spread it out. We and, went to Del Taco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and it's like it's almost easier to do that on an overlanding trip or oh, a day on yeah. the
1: trips because sometimes you just stumble across stuff. Yeah. Like you're not even trying for it. You just go, ah, oh, we're kind of hungry. Yeah, we'll keep yeah. driving for a little bit. Oh, look at that! There it is. Yeah.
0: So like, I mean, obviously. The overlanding and the off-road events for us are the big draw. The big draw because that's what we do, but it's just like it's good that actual, they're encompassing
1: all motorsports. It's
0: well, nice. yeah, and I think that to me that's the that's the really exciting part, right? Because like you don't need an event to go run these trails. No, you could just drive yourself. But the fact that they're trying to bring in all this other organized, sanctioned type yep. event stuff really changes the face of what it is because oh, yeah. um, you know like one of the the big ones that Abe and I talked about a lot like with Trail hero mm-hmm. right like Trail hero is an awesome event it's 50 60 thousand people yeah um, and that similar to like King of the hammers is on public land yep like it is BLM land they're mm-hmm. that they're essentially renting for the weekend yep um, and we don't like in in Virginia especially northern Virginia, that public land doesn't really exist, No. Nah. and the the Shenandoah National Park, yeah, mm-hmm. National Park, the the Virginia state parks that we have, like, there's really not a shortage of visitors to them, nah. because of what the state is and what we yep. have, like mm-hmm. like like that that environment exists. Yeah, West Virginia doesn't have that same draw. People don't get past Shenandoah. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm gonna go out. I want to go to a national park. I want to go hiking, yeah. camping. Yeah, we'll go Skyline well, yeah, Drive. Yeah, because then they go,
1: oh, I've been on this side. Why yeah. do I need to go to the other side?
0: But because like, the other side yeah. completely different. <laughs> but ev- everything that Shenandoah and GW have again is in West Virginia, and I, I to me that's like think about how cool it would be for like a full blown rally race down Skyline Drive. Yeah, never going to happen because nope. to shut down Skyline Drive, there's a ton of lost yeah, revenue that's... to the national park, mm-hmm. but. That same kind of road exists, exists on the other side, <laughs> an hour west, yeah. and it doesn't have nearly the traffic. So, mm-hmm. how are we going to bring the traffic? Oh, we're going to show you how freaking cool this
1: stuff yep. is. And I think it's nice too because, like, with the sanctioned events, I think that does end up helping a lot of the more casual people. Oh, because 100%. those are the people that sometimes are afraid to go out yeah. on those roads by themselves, which is understandable. Like, yep. you don't want to get lost, you know, that's that's part of it, but when you talk about an event where someone's going to be guiding you yep. and you have someone to follow, it's a yep. lot more enjoyable because now for the people that don't want to have to just solely focus on navigating, they can actually take the time to enjoy what's around them because somebody else is doing the navigating for them. Yep. All they have to do is just stay right behind
0: them. Well, yeah, it, it it essentially takes the guesswork out of it, yeah. which I I think... For I, some
1: people, is the fun, but for other people, they just... They want to be involved.
0: Exactly. I was. I was just just going to say there There is, there. I think especially in the off-road world, there is a large group of people who just want to go have fun. Yeah. And they don't want to have to think. Do the wild things. Where like we're kind of the. I think we're more the exception of. I want to get lost. Yeah. Like I want to push my skills as far as I can go. Mm -hmm. Whether it's mapping, navigating, driving, recovery, survival, whatever. Like like. Like for us, like that adrenaline or that adventure, that's that's our draw to yeah. the the activity. But not everybody has that, and mm-hmm. I think uh, it's it is definitely something that is lacking. You know, I and mean, we yeah. get the question in the shop all the time. I'm like, oh, well, wh- where can I go? And and like a thousand different places. Well, and that's where like <laughs> just just go, just yeah. go drive. Yeah, and like I, I think it's that's very intimidating for a lot oh, of people. 100%. So. Like back road one of the, one thing that Backroads is doing that's great is all the twenty-four hour events, all the off-road events they're doing, mm-hmm. they're sharing that GPX file. Yep. So like if you guys want to go run that same five hundred and eighty five mile route that Tim and I did and you have guys fun did chunks of like <laughs> you can ask us for it because we I have the GPX yeah. file as well. But so does the website, yeah, dot or mm-hmm. gov org org uh, org. Mm. Uh, sorry, Jed. It'll be uh, linked in the yeah. comments below. <laughs> uh, Backroads Appalachia Google, just Google, yeah. uh, <laughs> and like their website already has road yeah. routes. Yeah. Like if you're if you're a adventure bike Harley guy, sport bike guy, sport car, whatever it is, there <laughs> are all these routes exist, and they've got the local businesses and whatnot marked. Yeah. like, you know, you can all your gas
1: stops, like, all that. Like, if
0: stuff. you if you don't if you don't want a rugged camp, it you don't have a rooftop tent, you need you need heat and a and a bed. Like, cool. There's there's campgrounds all yep. over the place. You can get your like Tim's in a nice luxury two bedroom. Uh, I, almost call, I almost said an apartment. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but it's got it's heat. a condo in the woods. Yeah, it, it is. It's a condo <laughs> in the woods. It's got heat, air conditioning. Like like we were in the same campground with a wood stove that we f- nobody woke up and put more wood on, so we all almost froze died. to death. But Tim's in there with a full mini split and a TV. Yeah. which is where Freddie was. Yeah. so it's like like lazy it, bum. You can literally get <laughs> any part of it that you want, and you can you can make the adventure as soft or as hard as you want it.
1: You think we could jokingly get Jed to get a GPX file for the boat route up the canal? Like, hey, you want to come run your sport boat? Here's your route. (laughs) (laughs) Quarter mile. (laughs) You've done it! Yay! Yay!
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, and it's and like I said, I I think like obviously Backroads is doing some cool events. They're doing great events, but they're They're also
1: not the only ones. Well, that's they're
0: bringing in full event companies and they're helping them achieve the event Mm -hmm. by making the connections yep they're they're the the go-between with the the government to get the permits and the the road closures and whatever else are needed and it's i mean it it, it's just cool because it is a total buy-in yeah from the the necessary departments yeah and we we definitely saw a little bit of that
1: with 24 hours too because obviously you've got Department of Agriculture involved, yeah. you
0: know, I mean, they, had, Forest they had their involved. whole emergency management trailer set up. Yeah. Just to help monitor comms for yeah. the event.
1: Yeah. And it, they used it as a training event for yeah. themselves. So yeah. it was, it's just a nice win win. But, you know, it's, I say it's not just them. It, this is, you know, we've got listeners all over the place. Check out who your local groups are. Like, that's the most yeah. important part. Go support those groups who are like, those are f- a few of the groups that I would legitimately say support. Those guys who are lobbying for good stuff. Yeah. Like people hear lobbyists and it's got such a negative connotation. But when it comes to this kind of stuff, when it's supporting your local towns, your local people, people that you may live down the road from, like that's the important stuff. And if we get to do some fun stuff along the way with it, all the better. Like this is what's going to help bring
0: everybody together, honestly. (laughs) Well, and, and, you know, I mean, it's. Thank, thank. I should say thankfully, we the East Coast as a whole, I think gets very much overlooked for this stuff, yes hundred percent um it's actually funny I think I think it was yesterday or last night the revised ultra four schedule came out, okay, and like the East Coast is getting shafted shocking, shocking. right <laughs> um, we always do so like they're like they the Pennsylvania race isn't on the schedule now. So uh, they they canceled some West Coast stuff, too. Uh, So there's going to be one in Kentucky and one in Indiana are the two East Coast races. And reading through the comment section, because I didn't didn't recognize (laughs) either. uh, Well, I looked it up. They're both exactly nine and a half hours from us. Because I was like, ah, Kentucky's probably closer than Indiana. Depends on what part. Bowling Green. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, alright, like, maybe we'll go to one of those. And then I'm like I'm looking at like Crandon's still on the list and like Crandon's definitely a bigger event. Yeah. And that's thirteen hours. So I'm like, all right, like if we're gonna do a ten plus hour drive, like we're probably going to Crandon. But beside the point, the one of the East Coast races yeah. is just a short course race. And it's like
1: Look, I I get that U.S. Coast guys don't know how to come out here and drive
0: out here. Um, so but get over it. But it's it, and make more races on the, the east coast. The thing the thing that sucks about it is, and 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 fight me. I, the problem is I've had so many conversations with Abe about this. I don't remember like what's been talked about or not. But like I I know he I, I'm pretty sure he's been on the podcast. The problem on the east coast is it's all. It's not all, but it's mostly pl- private land. Correct. So the places to do this are, are far either, and are, few between are privately owned, and yep. everybody who wants in wants paid, and not a little. Right. They want a lot of it. So, like the reason Trail Hero is as successful as it is, yeah. is because he's buying a set price permit from the Park Service. Yep. Right. I'm pretty sure Sa- Santa Hall is a par- like a national yep. park, mm-hmm. and. And that's it. Yeah. Where, if it was a private park, if San Hollow is privately owned, it'd be a percentage. Yeah. Which kills your profit. Mm -hmm. Which means you have to charge more for tickets or whatever. Like it just becomes more difficult to put the event on. And like, unfortunately, everything is a business, and that's just capitalism and and a side effect of it. And that's fine. Like, there's I'm not. This isn't saying don't go to your local park. Don't support your park but it is one of the challenges we face. So then when you look at what West Virginia is doing, going, we have public land and we're willing to let you use it. Yeah. All of a sudden these things start to become possible Mm -hmm. because they're West Virginia, that lands public and exists whether there's a race on it or not. Yeah. So why not, why not sell that permit and support the local economy in the process? Um, I mean there's obviously other challenges to it, but they're like that's that's the gist of it. And when you look at like Ultra Four, where like that spectator draw is not huge, yeah. It's hard for them to go to a it's park. It's hard to justify the cost. Right, because the park wants to get paid. Yeah. They're going, Well, we gotta shut down, so we're losing revenue, so you gotta cover that. Yep. They wanna make more money. The the state park isn't gonna lose revenue if you use it for a weekend. No. Nah. And if anything, they're probably making more than they normally right. do. So so I'm 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 optimistic. I mean with with Eric Miller involved, with, with with Chaos Motorsports involved, like you've got two two names that are in the industry on the East Coast. There's not a lot of guys running these races on the East Coast. Yeah. And like it it is it's growing. It is growing on the East Coast. Whether oh yeah. Whether the West Coast wants to admit it or not. West Coast could suck it. <laughs> I, but that's the thing. I, I think Eric <laughs> Eric said it best. Because I remember the, the the first time I won at Hammers, and it was like, uh this year's, you know, this year's king, Eric Miller from East Cumberland, Coast, Maryland, and and people were like, "Where's Maryland?" <laughs> well, see that. See, I always laugh at that because like
1: people will know Eric Miller's name, yeah, and they they just they automatically assume, yeah. He's either from the middle of the country or the West Coast. Like, it's like I think nah, dude, I he's I think like he's, two hours from here. I'm, like we were,
0: <laughs> ironically enough, he was questioning this or not, and I think there were there were a couple different people that told him <laughs> that he is like the winningest driver. Still, well, like, as, as far as as like, far as the car or the
1: like him personal. I'm
0: pretty sure both. Oh, um, Shout so out to Eric like Miller, like as you far heard as, it here
1: first. You're the winningest driver. <laughs> Our word is the only one well, that matters,
0: but it, it's because, like with hammers, it's not just because I know his cars, cars, but like he had like I think he said it was like he's like I'm pretty sure I had like 14 finishes in a row. Which is like more than anybody's ever finished it. Like that, yeah. That alone, well, Like is. it was. He said it was like two or three years ago. Was like his first DNF because the car blew up, and he was like, he was more bummed about DNFing than he was where he placed. Eric, you didn't walk to the finish line. Oh, I'm really, disappointed. Uh, he made the comment because somebody <laughs> was like, two? I thought you won three times." He's like, "I." Ah. I don't know, and we were like, "Oh, oh, oh I've oh, won so, so many much. times!" Oh my god! He's like, no, 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 really, I don't, I don't even pay attention anymore. We're like, oh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, oh, I bow before <laughs> yeah. my lord. Yeah, uh, no, it was, it, it was, it, it, it's just, but because I know his cars have won, yeah, a ton, a ton well, yeah, because it, it's, it's a, it, it's a really well built chassis. I mean, yeah. like, you look at. Especially the last few years, there's so much advancement, like yeah. technology advancement, mm-hmm. and then here comes Miller Motorsports in the same chassis they've been using for 15 years with solid front and rear axles. It's almost like if it ain't broke, you ain't fix, it, yeah, fix it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he's still, I, I, I believe, I'm pretty sure he finished fifth this year. So yeah, he like, did. Pre- he did very. So normal. it's like, like you have these Broncos that are like basically spaceships. Yeah, and here's Eric Miller with a V8 and solid axles. Ah. Top five. <laughs> ah, it's
1: down so, home boy, yeah. get it. Yeah, uh,
0: and it's like I, like I got to be up close on the car yesterday, and it was like, it's just such a simple machine. Yeah, for not being simple, it's such a simple machine. Yeah, and it just smells so good.
1: I was, I was, you know what's I funny? I was literally about feel. to ask you the how did it smell because <laughs> you made that post of like, <sighs> God, I love the smell of racing. Like, so it's good. <laughs> so good,
0: so good. Uh, but yeah I mean it's there's there's people involved that want to be involved that want to bring it over here I think in the off-road space again our pretty biased opinion yeah but the off-road space has the most room to grow absolutely because it can be done publicly I think the same with there's so much
1: diversity in it too like it's not just
0: right it's overlanding it's ultra four it's rock crawling and
1: you're appealing to a lot of communities.
0: Yep. UTVs. Shit, like, there was an overland experience at King of the Hammers. Yeah, this is like a like the gnarliest rock crawling yeah. competition in the world. And, and there's went, an overland experience. go drive through some sand. Yeah,
1: but it's I think I think the nice part about it is now we're seeing because the appeal is growing so much, you're seeing the people who were never involved in any kind of motorsport, like yeah. the hikers and yes. the campers yes. and everything, go. Ooh, I can get to more well, places if, if I have
0: one of these vehicles. Right, like all of a sudden, it becomes easier to go do that hike yeah. because you have a base camp. Yeah, right? like, like, like instead of driving tra- your Honda right. Civic
1: somewhere on the, just on the road. Yeah. Now you can actually get up into the mountain and get yeah. to those hiking spots you've yeah. never been to.
0: And I think I think that's a I think that that's the response. That's the the growth we've seen in the off road yeah. market as a whole, not just mm-hmm. locally. Um, and that's and that's obviously all part of the benefit like it's it's not just a race car situation it's Mm -hmm. it's an everybody thing and like the the spectator consumer part of it that also trick like like that's all part of this this economic growth that revolves around it and i think I'd be interested to see i don't I honestly don't even know where you could source the numbers for, it, but I would be very interested and I would love to know like what the ratio of enthusiast to spectator is like mm-hmm. the, like in the motorsport world, if you're an enthusiast like if you like cars and and race cars, you're pretty much a spectator, yeah, where like like I'm a sports fan, right? Like I like baseball and football and mm-hmm. hockey and yeah. golf. I couldn't tell you the last time I attended a professional sporting event. Yeah. Like, I, I have not purchased tickets Mm-mm. to go to a Nationals game in D.C. in probably five or six years. Nope. Same with the hockey. Like, it, I know it's pre-COVID, and it was years before oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I sit and watch TV and watch it on TV, and I support it in that way. But, like, I am much more likely, if you told me— To physically me, go— it, if, because half the time, spectating doesn't cost you anything. You have to buy a yeah. ticket. Yeah. So like, if if you were to, if I were to see a thing on Facebook that said there was a forest rally through West Virginia for the weekend, free camping, yeah. check out this this vendor tent, whatever it is, I am much more likely to go. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! That sounds like a cool weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. Like and like, I think that's the other appeal, at least for me, for in, in motorsport in general, is like it's more festival based than it is event based like like you're not just getting three hours of entertainment you're getting three days of entertainment Mm because you're gonna go you're gonna watch you're gonna watch qualifying you're gonna follow it you're Mm -hmm. gonna watch do whatever you need to do online like it's yep. the same
1: argument we used to make for for NASCAR races. Yeah. It's, it's always more fun to go to the NASCAR race because yeah. there's so much going on. Yeah. It's not like you can step away from watching the cars turn left for five hours.
0: Exactly. Well, <laughs> and 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 on top of that, it's that's just the race. You yeah. still have practice and qualifying. You mm-hmm. have everything going on all day. Like yep. there's so much to do within motorsport that like there's just it's it's such an untapped industry yeah. when when you look at it from a mainstream. Market. Oh yeah, um, and I and that's that that is the goal of backroads. That is the goal of mm-hmm. Senator Mark Maynard. Like they they wanted they wanted that hallway because I the Senate was in session uh, yesterday. I don't know like what part it's West Virginia, so I don't follow politically. <laughs> But you mean you don't follow other localities local governments? No. Oh, okay. I barely follow our own. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me uh, this is not a political podcast so I'm not going <laughs> to not going to get into some of my saltiness <laughs> that I was venting to carry about yesterday when I got home from this cuz I was going, "Man, it's so cool that they're doing this." And then the I'm Lord, like, they're doing this here." Uh, yeah, I can't I can't get our our representatives to agree to no, no, no I'm not, nope! Don't nope. do it. Not gonna do it. Don't do it. I, I apologize for the. 30 Sorry, seconds. we had technical
1: <laughs> difficulties there.
0: Go out and vote. We had some technicalities there. Uh, i technical. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Yes, it is. It's an A B joke. See your way out of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it, it's just, it's a, it was, it was a cool experience. It was cool people. On a side note, I want one thing. I, I kind of giggled about because like, you know it's. a pretty big crowd in a relatively small conference room and yeah. everybody's and you uh, and abe are not small so no no it, and it was hot <laughs> abe and i were sweating <laughs> i i thought abe i thought he was gonna pass out at one point uh, um, but no it's the going around the table and when like like talking about eric like uh jed like made a comment he's like yeah, eric's a two-time king of the hammers champ which i thought it was three but it might be two i i, I meant to look it up before we were recording yeah we'll call it but four anyway jed said it was two <laughs> i know it's not more than three yeah. i know i know that it's two or three
1: uh, <laughs> oh he doesn't know he doesn't care yeah, so eric er, er couldn't remember 15 time winner eric miller yeah uh,
0: <laughs> but like you know so like that gets mentioned and then i remember standing there were there were some drag racers next to me and like like there was more Ultra Four discussions than like somebody was like, like yeah, like there was a hundred and I think it was like a hundred and seventy six racers across all classes this year, and eighty percent of them didn't finish the race. Yeah, and like the 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 drag race couple that was next to me was like, that sounds gnarly, and then yeah. some and then somebody like from like next to them goes. And that guy won that twice, yeah. and I just kind of I was like, <laughs> and he finished fifteen times. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you don't even realize like, the presence that you're sitting yeah, and in, and like, like the not <laughs> not finishing it thing. Still, I I don't think does it justice. No, because like, and I, I I do think that's one of the things. Um, there's probably more of a conversation for another episode, but like some of the growth, like there's been so much growth within Ultra Four and Hammers. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of enthusiast growth, right? Yeah. So, like, I can sit and I, and I, and I can relate to this because the the famous Reading race last year was the weekend my son was born. Yep. So I was sitting in the hospital room. Damn it, Tommy! Streaming it, <laughs> streaming it on my iPad. Yeah. My wife, who is in labor, is like, or I guess actually it would have been right after he was born because he he was born that Thursday afternoon. So we were in recovery. My wife still hopped up on drugs and I'm like glued to my iPad for like three hours. Yeah. And it's like they're like the, the video is like there's nothing going on. It's yeah. not like F1 or NASCAR where nah. it's it
1: just constantly uh, swapping uh, back and forth and
0: yeah, it's like, oh you saw a car go over a rock, cool. Yeah and then they cut to somebody else going over a different rock. <laughs> oh, cool. But like like I under we understand the challenges, we yeah. get it. We we've been out, we've done similar trails, we kind of get the terrain and And we understand the the process involved mm-hmm. in it and it it is it's a four five hour race that you're you're streaming, you're watching, and the coverage is pretty limited yep so like there's there's a lot of talk of like how do you how do you mainstream ultra four yeah, right because it's it's a two hundred mile course yeah yeah you know, we we saw it this year where they were trying they had Starlink on some of the cars to mm-hmm. to get live in car footage, yeah. And it worked sometimes. Sometimes it didn't. Mm-hmm. The problem was start, you're in the middle of the desert. <laughs> Starlink at 150 miles an hour doesn't do so well. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, like how do you how do you fix that? Right? Yeah. There, there's a lot. There's a lot of math problems involved with oh, it. Yeah. But it's the I think the start to like if you can get people there and in front of the cars. Yep. You can. Your your online presence becomes better because now they've experienced it. Now they see it. They get what they're watching on TV. Yep. You know, we stream hammers week at the shop, start to finish mm-hmm. every class practice or uh qualifying, you know, all the, if it's, if it's on the YouTube live stream, it's on when we're here at the shop that yep. week. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's again, it, like we, we can follow it's. It's great background noise. Oh yeah. Like I hate to call it background noise, but <laughs> it's it's great because you can look up and go, "Ooh, ooh, that guy stuck. That guy flipped over. Let's mm-hmm. watch the recovery." Like, like there's there's chunks of it. You know, it's like I'm not a hardcore NASCAR fan, but my favorite thing in NASCAR is the wrecks. Right. You get five minutes. I think that's of, like ninety percent of people. Yeah. So it's it, it's kind of the it's kind of the same deal. Yep. Uh, but I think I think everything, West Virginia included, all of this interest and everything is growing and it's growing rapidly and there's lots of cool things happening it's cool that it's happening basically in our backyard yeah uh it's cool that we can be because we
1: always hear about this stuff happening on the west coast right where, like the they do these events all the time and now yeah, yeah mint
0: 400 shuts yeah. down north las vegas yeah. and they they park all the cars on it for yeah. a festival the day before
1: and we sit there and we just
0: go Damn it! And that's Why just, do we yeah. live on the East Coast? And like, and that's just like, <laughs> oh, it's another day in Vegas. Oh yeah, the Mint 400's in town. <laughs> and like here, I go. I, I we could probably pull our customers all of next week and be like, you ever heard of the Mint Four Hundred? And they'd yeah. be like, no, no, don't care. Don't oh, yeah, because it's it, it's it's not obtainable. Yeah, there's there's no relation to. Two hundred, a four hundred mile yeah. long race in the middle of a desert. I would. I would, we don't have a mis- middle of a desert. Yeah.
1: I would love for once a month to hear like, oh, this part of the Montagheila National Forest is getting shut down for this event. Yeah. Like, I would. I yeah. I can't wait for the day we're just getting notification once a yeah. week. Hey, here's the next one. Here's the next well, one. Here's the next one.
0: And it, 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 the interesting argument is, you got to get the people to come from the west coast, right? Yeah. Like, like if you're an east coast racer, you just want to go racing, so you take the time and the money to go to. Mm-hmm. Nevada and Arizona yeah. and California and, and and go do these races, but you got to get the guys who have a forty-five minute commute to the racetrack to come to come, out come here. across the country. Uh, Jed spend, did it.
1: Huh? Jed did it. Twenty-four hours. There was, oh, almost every state was
0: represented uh, there. I don't know if it was actually every state, but I said almost. Oh, yeah. Uh, they had, they had quite a few guys. Sure, but but that's my point. Like you have to you have to do unique events. You got to do good events. Yeah. And on the professional level, those guys have sponsors that they have to essentially appease. Yep. So at the end of the day, if you're not putting the eyeballs and the butts in the seats and the eyeballs on Mm -hmm. the cars, those guys, they're not going to come out here because now they're spending their own money because the sponsors aren't going to pay them to be out here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's important for us to support it because if we support it, it, it's the old, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Feel the Dreams. Yeah. just, if you build it, they will come. Yep. Do the race. Somebody's going to come here if people are watching. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, it's it's more than a half hour of entertainment. Yeah. Go make it a trip. Go run 15 trails. Get the three-pound burrito at Hellbenders. Mm-hmm. And you still get to watch the rally race. Yep. So, you know, it's... A one-day race is a three-day event. Yeah. I mean, that's really
1: what it breaks yeah. down to. And for a three-day event... The guys who are participating have been there for seven days. Yep. Like it, just, yeah. it just it compounds exponentially yeah. for how much it affects that one day of running rigs yep. is a yeah.
0: week's worth of revenue. For yeah, I was I was I was pretty blown away to hear that like seven times yeah. multiplication number. Like yeah, it's wild for every hundred dollars you spend, there's seven thousand dollars ending up
1: in that community. Yeah. Like, well, and, I mean. Think about it from the shop perspective, right? Someone comes in and buys one lift kit and tires and wheels, and we yeah. are pay- we're paying for that for from four different vendors. Right? And it's just yeah. Like- you
0: you bought you buy the the lift kit from us, and it takes care of my paycheck, your yeah. paycheck, two other paychecks, yeah, which then pays the rent. Mm-hmm. So you're you're supporting my landlord in a weird, weird way, way. <laughs> like and and like it's it's that it's that effect. Like you're. Yeah. That ef- that effect goes even further mm-hmm. in these these small, small towns. communities. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're not supporting my landlord; you're supporting someone's home, somebody's home, literally. Like, yeah. a, a lot of these people live and work in the same place. Like, yeah. that's that's how they they can support their business. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, it's definitely a it's a completely different economic Animal. situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and your your pizza goes a long way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, wild to think cuz people always feel like I like each individual always has that moment of I I can't make a difference. I'm one person. I'm yeah. I'm a drop in an ocean of drops. Yep. It's like, yeah, but there's a lot of drops yeah. out there. I mean, <laughs> we, like like
0: just in Tim's Jeep alone, we spent I think it was like $85 in fuel for that trip. Yeah. That's one vehicle, frankly, probably one of the more fuel-efficient vehicles uh, on yeah. the trip. Yeah. We stopped like four times for gas in Peter's sure. truck. Right. Like- <laughs> right. Every single one of those gas stations is locally owned. Yeah. And times 78 or 83, whatever, however yeah. many vehicles it was running. Like, mm-hmm. it's- Not to mention support vehicles right. and all like so everything. We, basically, $10,000 worth of fuel was purchased in a 20, 36-hour period. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And, and I think the the I, the thing for me that's really cool about that event specifically is it was literally the whole state, yeah, we covered the whole state mm-hmm. you know it, it wasn't like it was centered around one community. Mm-mm. We spread it across the whole state yeah. we hit numerous towns yeah numerous yeah so uh, yeah, I, I the events are doing everything's just going really well, I think I'd like I'd like to see some of it trickle into Virginia. I think uh, it will. Because I, it will, but it it will in the overflow sense of it. But I I mean directly, I would like to see. And the part that's so hard is like where we live and where we work, aren't the areas that need it and aren't the areas affected by it. So it's it. I don't quite know where to get involved. If you're listening and you're in one of those communities and and you you live by those trails, like, and you want help, let us know. Like. We'll get you in touch with those people. Well, yeah, like, because well, well, they work in Virginia. Like, backroads of Appalachia is yeah, I all mean, over. Th- officially, Jed doesn't have poll. He is he's restricted to West Virginia. Yeah,
1: but but his organization that he's with.
0: But I can guarantee you, if 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 somebody, if you wanted enough, wa- wants it and wants to to help on mm-hmm. the Virginia side of the border,
1: they will gladly. I'm sure.
0: I'm sure they will. They at least know where to start. Yeah, where I I don't have an idea yeah, where to it's... start. I I would love to. I would absolutely love to. And and maybe maybe in the next few months we'll we'll be in a situation where we could. because um, I, I just I think, I just I think it is a forgotten
1: thing. Yeah. Well, and it's it's wild because even just after twenty four hours, it's you mentioned us being part of that. I've had. Other businesses reach out to us because they saw the coverage from that and go, "Hey, we we would love to bring an event like that to us. Right? Like, how do we do that? Yeah. Like, like, where do we start? And it's like, oh, talk to these people, talk to these people. And it's it's weird being that go between of like we're the ones getting asked that question. And it's like. All we did was go have a fun weekend. Yeah, yeah. And we, like, just, we were just participating. Yeah, we but, we were just shooting the shit with people well, and having a good time. And now yeah. we've got businesses going. Ha- yeah. Like we we want to be involved in that because yeah. obviously from a business standpoint, it, it helps them. It sure, generates their revenue. But they see that and they go, "Here it is. Like yeah. this this is it." Yep. And and you guys are a part of that, and we want to be a part of it too. And that's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. So get out, support support the local economy, support motorsport. Support yeah. the people that support us. Yeah, the usual dirtnersoffroad com and the famous words of Ted Lasso: "Live, <laughs> <laughs> get out there." <laughs> uh, so good, um, but yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like I'm just going in. I'm just broken record of. Yeah, I mean, I, I think really this point, yeah, so. it just comes down Wrap to up, but.
1: Enjoy what's there. Yeah, we, we have it. It's here. It's close by. Yep. Don't forget about it yeah. because it is there and, and people want it to be used the more we use it yeah. the better it gets taken care of that and that's how you support it is by going out and actually using what's available to yeah. us and showing people that we're
0: interested yep. in it and yeah. and and tell people that you meet along the way like yeah like hey i just had a killer sandwich over at that mm-hmm. place yep. mark it in your gaia market on your yep. onyx like make it part of your 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 monthly trip mm-hmm. or whatever it is like just just
1: Yep. Just do it. And when you're out there, like we always say, don't be a dick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sons <laughs> of Smoky. Yeah. The Sons of the Smokey app. It'll be linked. Tim, link it.
1: Yep. But yeah, if you guys have any other questions, obviously sound off in the comments. Yeah. Let us know. If you have any interest in getting involved, please let us know. Yeah. We, we will get you in touch yeah, with join, the right people.
0: Join our, join the, our, our group, yep. Dirt Nerds, uh, the Dirt Nerds Off-Road Forum. Yep. On Facebook. Yeah, we'll, um, we will get you in touch with those people. We will let you
1: know about yeah. the events because there's a ton of them coming. J- just yeah. after 24 yeah, hours, they've I got know. like seven or eight events well, already planned. I was going to say,
0: the, the next 24-hour event is announced. It's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's the end of July. Mm-hmm. Yep. Th- that one will be a little bit easier logistically. It's a loop. Yep. Um but, I, he's, but he's also got the other ones. He's got the hide-and-seek one. Yep, the, you know, Sasquatch the Sasquatch one. one. That sounds like a That lot one of I fun. think I may try and go to. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, so.
1: But there, there's a lot out there for everyone who is always asking, where do I go? What do I do? There, there's tons of information, so make sure you check it out. Tim will link everything below, link to the pages. As always, check us out, dirtnerdsoffroad.com, all the socials, DirtNerdsOffroad, DirtNerdsMotors. Motors. We will post as much as we can about these events, and we look forward to seeing you guys out there.
0: Yep. dot com. Support those that support us, that support you. That supporting support us. We. we. The, the Supporting you. Supporting. Everybody. Reaching out. out. <laughs> We can't do it or sing along. To touching <laughs> you, <laughs> bumbum.